Welcome to the Finding the Magic podcast, where books come alive. I'm Tricia Copeland, a fiction author and host of this show. If you love books, finding great reads, and hearing about the story behind the story directly from the authors, this is the place for you. Whether you like fantasy, science fiction, dystopian, or romance titles, I think you'll find something to love in my playlist. Listen in to discover something magical about a book or two today. Welcome to Kelly Martin. Hello. I'm so excited to have you here. I was just looking on my calendar and I think it was almost exactly a year ago that you were that I interviewed you and so I'm super excited to hear all your updates but first for our new listeners maybe that aren't um, acquainted with you tell us all about yourself uh well uh, my name's Kelly Martin I have been writing for about 10 years I write ghost stories mainly um I have middle grade horror stories uh, kind of like if you like you know goosebumps and are you afraid of the dark I have those kinds of stories I have young adult uh, horror stories about uh, ghosts and, and houses and cool things like that and I have a few adult horror books um, nothing too nothing too um, graphic it's more of the ghost paranormal side Spooky horror, which can be Spooky scarier. horror, yes. That can be scarier sometimes because it's that element of the supernatural that anything can happen, right? Mm-hmm. It's just like, you know that a human can't jump through a wall, so at least there's not that fear. Right. But the ghost can, right? Or right, the ghost can do anything, and the ghost can pretend to be human in some cases, and you don't know who is the good guy and who is the bad guy and it just it makes it really fun to rock I like rotten when I don't know all the twists and turns that's happening especially in the first draft so it, it they keep me on my toes my little ghost stories do but so I'm guessing you don't plan everything out every chapter every scene before you're writing them then I don't know I do have a basic I used to not have any kind of outlines at all. I just sat down and wrote, especially, you know, first drafts, just got it all out. And then I would go back in the second draft and figure it all out. Um, But now I do have, I at least have bullet points that I want to hit. And sometimes I hit them and sometimes they just go out the window, (laughs) just depending on how the story goes. I don't really like knowing how a story I'm writing writing ends because if I do I get bored and I don't want to write it it's almost like I'm watching it in my head like a movie and I don't like knowing the ending some stories I do know the ending when I write them but the ones that I write faster and just ready to to get through the first draft and need to see how it ends, I usually don't know how the ending is going to be, which I think is really fun. 
Yeah, I that's the fun part for me too. Like when I know exactly what I'm about to write, I'm like, oh, this is boring. I already thought of it. Like the fun yes. part is coming up with a storyline. The fun part is mm -hmm. not typing it in your computer, right? Right. I think of my first drafts as a really, really, really long outline. <laughs> then I can, I have really weird recipes. They're getting better, but when I first started, it would be like I would write like, 20,000 words decide to change something but I wouldn't go back and change it and I would just keep going from there and go on so when I had to go back and change it it was a mess but it all worked out yeah I've only had one book that not one I mean I have surprises that I come up with in most of my books but I've only had one where I had a major character flip and um oh yeah so those are fun like yeah, it sounds like you may have a little bit more of those than I do. <laughs> They're fun to have. I love them. I don't think I could write thrillers. I love reading thrillers, but you know how they're, I've wanted to write thrillers, but you know how they're so, they're so like put together. You can tell that somebody spent a lot of time planning it out and when this needs to happen and when this, um, uh clue needs to happen i don't i don't know if i could and you have to have the ending before you start i know a lot of thriller authors start with the ending and then they go back i don't i don't know if i could do that it would be an interesting challenge i might see if i could someday yeah that's where i am right now with my new book like i i know the ending in my head and i'm like well do i just write the ending first and then go back maybe i do i don't know i've known some people that do that they say they write the ending first to get that um, out get it out of their brain and on paper and then they'll go back um there's one person I can't remember who it was that said they wrote their whole book backwards like they would they started like chapter 30 they wrote chapter 30 they wrote 29 28 and they wrote it like that so that would be interesting I wonder how that would work out I wonder if you would give too much information I don't know it'd be interesting it would be really cool to it'd be a cool experiment at the very least yeah, I usually have my beginnings and my endings, at least in my head, and then I have to fill in like the ups and downs to get there. Oh, the middles are so hard. <laughs> the middles are so hard in books. <laughs> but that's when I, I find like when I'm under pressure and stress like that, that's when I can be most creative sometimes. So. Oh, yeah, you ha I have to have deadlines. I know some people don't like them, but um I, I have to, have, I was telling uh, Tia, who's my editor, I said, I need to know when you want this book, because if you don't tell me when you need it, I won't get it done, because I've got to have that deadline, and I got it done before then, but I was like, I need a deadline, it, I don't know why, it just fires off some creative things in my brain or something. Well, tell me specifics about the last year. What have you published? What are you working on? I didn't write a whole lot in the past year, to be honest. I, um, let's see, I put out The House That Fear Built, I think it was last October. Uh, love, I don't have anything to show. I just sold my last copy, actually. I didn't get some more. Um, love that book. It's about a, um, it's about a haunted house, of course. And it's a, like a town legend that if, if two people who love each other go into the haunted house, then um, one person will be possessed to kill the other person. 
so uh yeah there's this black widow um poltergeist in there it, it's really cool her name's doris marie she's terrible she was so fun to write i love her anyway so there's this girl it's it, uh, they're in high school and um of course they they dared each other to go in the house and her best friend dies they think her boyfriend did it so to go back in the house she's like okay nobody loves me obviously i'm gonna be fine little does she know that the person she goes in with actually does love her and bad things happen so that was fun that was really fun to write um i still love that book <laughs> i look at it every once in a while uh, just to flip through you know some of the pages i really like those characters um, and then in January, I had surgery. I had a hysterectomy, much needed, much loved. Woo, fantastic. Um, but I then I had to take some time off. Um, and then the end of school happened and I didn't, um, I was querying a book. And then I decided that I, I actually wanted to uh, publish it myself because I changed things around. I made it after Stranger Things came out and season four and I was like I absolutely love this and I found a cover that I absolutely love and it had an 80s vibe to it and I was like yeah that's what I'm gonna do so I changed the whole setting of the book it's when um it's Sally comes home and uh I changed the whole uh time frame and I think it made it cooler because there's no you know the cool thing about 80s and early 90s there's no cell phones so that it takes some of the, it puts extra tension in there because, you know, you can't just call for help when you need it. So I changed that. That comes out next month, uh, August the 4th. I love it. It has, it has one of, I think, one of my most interesting twists. I don't know if that's what anybody else will think, but I love the ending. I actually, this is one book I knew the ending before I wrote it. I will say that. Um, I didn't know how we were going to get there, but I knew, I knew the ending and I wish I could talk about it, but obviously I can't. But uh, yeah, it's a, it's a ghost story. And then I'm working on one right now that's going to come out in September, hopefully. And it's called Rock Never Dies. And it's, it's a um, it's a it's a musician and cheerleader. Stranger Things, I guess, was influenced that a little bit. And she, it's very simple setup. She's driving home from a football game. There's a big rain. She gets in a wreck. He pulls up in his van. He saves her. There's a haunted house. They go to the house because they need to call somebody. And bad things happen. So I've wrote, I just started that this week. I've already wrote 5,000 words on it. It makes me happy. <laughs> You've inspired me. Find out. I have a, a middle grade, not middle grade, a middle, mid-life um, chosen one vampire book that's coming out soon. It's, uh, I've never actually said the title of it. I can let this be the, 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 we call it exclusive. Oh, exclusive, yes. yes. Exclusive, the exclusive. It's called uh, Fighting 40 because there's a, a girl 
and she's got two kids and she's mumbling because she's having to drive home from a football game and um she runs into this guy it's kind of like i call it scarecrow mrs king meets buffy i don't know if you've ever seen scarecrow mrs king oh yeah i love scarecrow mrs king you know how they meet like she's at the train station and he gives her a package that's how this book starts only he runs into her he gives her a package he's like keep it safe she gets home gets worried that it's like drugs or something so she opens it she gets these magical powers that's supposed to belong to the 16 year old chosen vampire hunter slayer but she's 40 <laughs> and it's it's if she wants to get rid of them or if she's going to embrace this so that one's going to be a series it was fun <laughs> that one was that one was fun that sounds super fun that that would be what if you asked me hey you could wish for anything I'd be like let me be a vampire please <laughs> right? or a vampire hunter one right <laughs> right that was that was I think it was me living my <laughs> my 40s fantasy <laughs> I can totally see you as that, the badass vampire <laughs> hunter. Sorry, I said ass. Wait, cool. <laughs> well, when you do your road trip to like vampire land, make sure include me. Right? <laughs> that would be fun. We've talked forever about yeah, the Twilight series or and the original Twilight series. Not the, I should, no, not Twilight. Not what I'm, not what I'm thinking the vampire diaries the oh, vampire diaries vampire yes. diaries and lj smith um series which i know we've both read extensively and it's so weird to me the dichotomy of how they're so different but that's okay oh yeah it's really strange i i like them both i don't know if i like them both for different reasons i love the books because i'm a huge Damon Bonnie fan. I like the book, the TV show because I just like the TV show. <laughs> but there's we ain't getting no Damon and Bonnie in them. So yeah, I I feel the same way about those books. Yeah, I I definitely like them, and but it's completely different from the series, so you can't even compare them at all. Oh yeah, there's there's nothing the same except maybe some names. Right. Yeah. I, I, part of the fun part for me was to find those little teeny things, those details that they took out of the series and put into the TV show because it was so, I mean, evil is in Mystic Falls is all we get, right? Right. Did you see, were you watching it when it first came out, when it first aired? No, I've only seen it like since. Okay. When it first came out, I had already read the books and um when they mentioned klaus like the whole vampire diary fandom that had read the books was like ah! because you know he was the the big bad in the books so that was we were all super excited when they mentioned klaus because everything was so different and then they were like there's you know klaus is gonna show up and that he was one of the best parts of the show so it worked out good for him yeah, I and I read the books after I saw the whole series, so I kind of rewound. You had the reverse. You're like, oh, it's close. <laughs> yeah. So. I well, love Catherine. Yes, definitely. I 
And yeah, so I haven't read them all in the series too. I will admit to that. I'm still going through them. I think I'm on five maybe. Um, so I'm, I haven't gotten all there and I haven't like spun off into all the stuff. I didn't do that. I didn't spin didn't off. I read, I read the original ones and that was, that was about it. Okay. So that's enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did read, I got the, um, the first one on audio through the library, um, I think in May, and re-listened to it. It was, it was interesting. In a yeah, good I way. Thought, like, it's really cool to listen to. Yeah, so I listened to them first. I didn't read it. Um, but I thought the voices sounded eerily like Elena and eerily like Bonnie. So It was so weird hearing Damon and Stefan with that Italian voice. Yes. I, did not get over that <laughs> yeah that was kind of strange yeah well so you have your okay tell us the name again of the book coming out in august sally comes home sally comes home and is it ya middle grade it's y mm -hmm. ya okay yeah. and then in october you're gonna have the fighting 40 i don't know when that one's coming okay. out um I'm it's going to be a series so I'm trying to decide if I want to have all three written before I put the first one out or if I want to you know put it out kind of gauge see how it goes and then write it uh I've done it both ways with different series um so I'm I just I don't know what I want to do with this one yet but there was there another one that I forgot there was, there's one called rock never dies rock never it, dies yeah, and it comes out uh, probably late September. That sounds perfect because that's right during football season. <laughs> right, that's true. I didn't think about that. That works. Definitely. Tell people where they can find you. I am everywhere, I think. <laughs> um, I'm on Instagram. I have to remember my handles. Instagram is Kelly Martin Books, author one or the other all the links are on my website at kellymartinbooks.com that's the that's the main thing and i'm on uh tiktok at kelly martin books and youtube at haunted books with kelly martin um twitter everything Fine. all the yes. links are there on my website we're gonna we're gonna post this on youtube and we're gonna get you over ten thousand subscribers on your oh on your... i just need a thousand <laughs> Oh, a thousand. a thousand. Okay. For some, reason, for some reason, I must have transposed that number. I thought you put 10,000 on there. And I, I may like, have put 10,000, but it's just a thousand. Oh, okay. Well, well that's a goal, be, too. It that's made goal over 10,000, yeah. Because I was like, what is her problem? She's got almost 10,000 subscribers. <laughs> I was like, playing oh, the man, if I put that the wrong people are probably thinking what is wrong with her it's probably my eyesight but i was like no, i oh, probably oh, need it. violin player you know <laughs> no i bad at all but i didn't do that because now i have been sitting i've been on youtube seven or eight years six or seven and yeah i'm still at 9 56 i think last i looked and I used to post very, you know, consistently. And I've started to get back more into that. Um, but I never really found my, my, you know, niche 
on uh, YouTube, but I think I'm finding it on TikTok. Fun. Um, I like TikTok too. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's really fun. So, and I, I don't know, but yeah, over a thousand would be fun. It'd be cool. I would is like there a it. horde? Is there a horror talk? There is. There okay, is a I... horror talk. There's a horror talk and a paranormal talk, and um, there's oh a ghost hunting talk, and there's there's a lot of it. There's a lot of there's a lot of talks. Yeah, I haven't tapped into all of them, obviously, but I'm gonna be there now. So yeah, there there's a lot of there's a lot of fun ones. Very cool. Well, thank you so so much for being here, and we will shout out the exclusive title reveal so everyone will come listen. Yes, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. We'll chat again soon. Bye. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Finding the Magic podcast. I'm your host, author and podcaster, Trisha Copeland, and I love getting behind the scenes. If you like the podcast, make sure to subscribe and stop in each week, discover new authors and books. Thanks for listening. And until next time, keep finding the magic.